Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Jaw. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to this week's edition of Tuesday Night Hiya, Bab. How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. So glad that you would be here again. It means a lot to me to have you on board. And if you're a new listener, hello. My name's Bozzers and I'm delighted that you would give this podcast a pop. We've had more than 600,000 downloads now, which is obviously a super massive number and I'm chuffed about that though I can't take responsibility for any of that success that was the work of Matt Taylor Richards and Jim Smallman the former hosts of this thing but how cool anyway that we've got these amazing numbers to know that you guys are out there and you're listening and you're enjoying this thing so thanks again for just being here pressing play I'm not gonna keep harping on about that but thanks Bab thanks I really mean that now I've had a bit of a rough week this week I've been feeling a bit down in the dumps I'm not gonna lie I think it's important to mention these things sometimes not to be a nose like a big boring miserable bastard but just to remind you that like if you feel like that then you're not alone if you're finding it hard to enjoy wrestling or to look forward to British wrestling because of shit that's going on then you're not alone man it's it's rough and I thought that what I'd do is just have a really laid back and chilled out episode if that's all right with you I have got a guest this week over all the way in Australia. Charlie Evans is joining me for a chat. Now, we're catching up about, you know, being away from home. She's made a home for herself here in England. She wrestles here. She's got pals here. And the way that the world is with coronavirus and stuff, she is out in Australia. She's returned back to her original home. And I just wanted to see how she was doing and you know, what she's looking forward to, what her plans are and all the good stuff that she's been doing while she's out in Australia. So got a really nice laid back, chilled chat with Charlie coming up. Um, I haven't got an episode of Big Pop Master this week. I hope you're not too disappointed if you've been enjoying it. I don't know if you have, you'll have to let me know. Um, Big Pop Master is my weekly wrestling quiz about big wrestling crowd reactions. We have 10 questions. 
so far i feel like am i dis are people disheartened are my questions too hard because at first loads of people were like yeah i want to be on big pop master and sending me text messages and stuff which you can always do by the way my number is 07882 005 803 if you're international that's plus four four seven eight eight two double zero five eight zero three but yeah when i announced big pop master loads of you were up for it and you wanted to take part and then as the weeks have progressed i feel like maybe i've scared you off with the complexities of my questions let me know what you think is it a bit too difficult do we need to make it not just about big crowd reactions should it be a general wrestling quiz let me know let me know what you think but yeah I've got no episode of Big Pop Master this week. But what I have done, in the interest of just being chilled out and being happy, I fired up my Nintendo Switch to play some Super Nintendo and I'm going to play Natsumi Championship Wrestling for the first ever time with you guys. Is that alright? I thought it might be fun. You could fire it up and play a non-branded wrestling game from, I think it's 1994. So... Yeah, we'll do that as well. But first, we'll get into the chat with Charlie. I also want to catch up with you about what's happening with NXT UK. That's coming back this week. So we'll do all of that. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Evans, what a badass she is. Tuesday night, Jewel. Okay, Charlie Evans, welcome to Tuesday Night Jewel. How's it going? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Now, you're in Australia at the moment. That's right, isn't it? Yes, I am. What are you doing there? Did you go back and visit and then get stuck, or did you decide to go back over just in case we got locked down? What was the situation? Yeah, so um, as soon as England went into lockdown, I was like, oh, it'll be right, you know, I'll just stay here because um, I thought it'd be over pretty quickly. Obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so after about, um, I was still in the UK for about two months in lockdown, and after a while, I was like, no, I don't like, I don't see it getting better anytime soon and like the only reason I was in the UK was to wrestle and not having that like I just didn't see the point being there yeah. and I was like if I can go and spend time with my family while I can um there's just no reason not to go home it sucks but it's what it is isn't it it's, it's the same for a lot of people but considering it's the other side of the world it's like all of your friends that are here and your job that's here it's it's a big part of your life to have changed so abruptly that must be really difficult yeah, it, like, it's kind of like my whole life just got ripped from me, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's super hard, but I think because the whole world is going through the same thing, I can't really be like, oh, woe is me, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to kind of deal with it, yeah. don't you? Like, I'm not the only one going through, no, through hard no, times. But, so. it, any, uh, but it's, you know, it's nice to have that and to know that, but I felt the same. It's It feels like, you know, it doesn't take away the fact that it's it's difficult for you. So... What are you doing to to busy yourself while you're over there? Stuff's really weird in wrestling right now, but I understand you've been back in the ring. Is that right? Yeah. So I've done. Um, we did one show since we since I've been back. Um, it was with, with no fans, so it was re- it was really weird. But it just felt so good to wrestle again. That was against my best friend Jessica Troy. So that was like incredible to wrestle her after three or four years of not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It felt like I literally cried after it. Hey. Like, <laughs> I don't blame you. It's it's emotional thing, isn't it? It really is. Like it's like a happy, sad feeling. I was like crying because, you know, I I just love wrestling so much, and I and it was like five months where I just didn't do it. Like wasn't even in a ring. Mm. Um, 
But then it was also like the realization of like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do this again. Mm. And it was kind of like a big like reality hit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a happy moment, but also a sad moment. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Have you have you been doing some training sessions over there? I understand that you were going to do some women's only, but I don't know what the regulations are for you to be able to even do that over there. What's happening? Yes, yeah, so we've been allowed to train for probably around three or four months now. Um, for a while, it was non-contact, um, but the regulations have kind of um, got a bit better here. So we're allowed to have like twenty people at training, which is like perfectly fine. Um, and, yeah, I've been running, like, all-female classes, which is awesome because there is a lot of girls over here. And I think when you first start, I know that I was terrified. Like, my first training session, I remember pulling up and there was just boys out the front and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then Jess walked in and I was like, okay, no, I'm good. So I think I think um, being a girl in wrestling can be very intimidating and very scary. Mm-hmm. So I think having a, having a place where you feel comfortable and confident is really good and it's going to give these girls a lot of motivation and confidence going forward good and that must give you something to sort of focus on at the moment as well yeah i've yeah i've been training like two or three times a week which is incredible my training school is about an hour drive away from where i live um so yeah trying to get up there three times a week if i can it's just it's the best feeling being back in a ring like it's just unexplainable how good it feels yeah and you mentioned there so jess who you met training on your very first day that's who you had this recent match against yeah, yeah. So we um we started within a few weeks of each other and kind of just clicked instantly. Um, and we tag usually like when we um when we wrestled like before I left to go to the UK, we tagged over here and tag if we do travel around together. And she's just the best, and it was so nice to finally get like a match with her when I feel like we've both progressed so far from like when we when we both started so yeah it was really nice excellent and how long have you been wrestling for now when did you start training I started training in 2014 uh so my first match was about five years ago now okay and at at what point did you decide you were going to come to the UK because coming all the way around the world even for a holiday at such a young age is pretty brave I would say but that's probably just because I'm a bit of a big baby but how did you make the decision to move your whole life um so it was kind of Kyle's idea we we watched a progress show actually and we just thought it was like the coolest thing we'd ever seen and we're like why not just do it like he kind of had the idea a long time before me and I was I was really scared to do it because I was so used to having one girls match on a show and I was really like really worried that I wasn't going to be able to to make it over there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, but there's so many talented girls over there. Like, I'm not going to have a spot. Um, little did I know that intergender wrestling is such a big thing there and there's multiple girls on a show and it's not even a question. Um, but it got to the point where I was wrestling the same the same people every weekend and I was just felt like I was really stagnant mm. and I wasn't progressing in the way that I wanted to. And I think the only way you can better yourself is – with new people and new experiences and learning new things and it's the best thing I've ever done. Good I'm glad that you feel like that because it is such a a big risk to take. Who did you have eyes on when you were coming over? Did you have any matches that you were like I've got to get this match? I want to learn from this person. I want to wrestle this person. Um, I used to just love watching Chris Brooks and Nixon Newell. I thought all their series of matches was so good. Unfortunately, I never got to wrestle Nixon before she got signed. Um, but hopefully one day it gets to happen. But 
like I've always loved Chris and I think he's incredible and so creative. And I remember the first time um, we wrestled with Anarchy in London and I remember the promoter messaged me and she's like, okay, it's you versus Chris. And I was like speechless. Like I was like in shock. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I like learned so much from that match. I feel like that was the kind of match that kind of wrestling just kind of clicked with me. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it. It's like wrestling is just, it's easy if you don't stress about it. And he kind of gave me the confidence to think that. That's amazing because there are so many different styles and, you know, I guess if you are wrestling the same people week after week after week, it can be hard to find your niche. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So you've had the chance to wrestle with and against some really amazing competitors in what's a relatively short career, I guess, so far, which is exciting. You work with Millie McKenzie. He's particularly notable, the Medusa Complex. How has that been? Because you've got to represent in Japan and all sorts of alongside Millie how has that been that as an experience I love Millie so much like she's an absolute fucking demon but <laughs> I love her like the first fight club pro training we went to like we we again like a lot like me and Jess we clicked like clicked instantly um and we just had so much fun around each other and I felt like we had chemistry when we wrestled um and it just got to the point where we were like oh why don't we just tag because we enjoy being around each other so much and getting to travel with each other and we think very similarly when we wrestle um so like i love just getting to share the room with her and i thought there was a there was a gap in in british wrestling with the female tag teams mm. like and i've always loved tag wrestling i feel like i'm a better tag wrestler than a singles wrestler okay. so getting to share friend is just the best thing ever what is it about tag wrestling that you love so much i think it's just you can tell such a different story and when it's done right it is incredible and i think people just think oh it's easy there's more people easier like day at work but when you like break it down i just think you can tell you have so much more to work with yeah there's like four people plus the referee which you can tell a whole story with especially when we're cutting someone off or in stuff like that so I just think you can tell more of a story with it. Yeah, and you went over you went over to Japan and it was the Sendai Girls Tag Championship you came home with, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Which what was that experience crazy. like? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when I found out I was going to Japan, I, like, cried. Like, Japan has been my dream forever since I started wrestling. Even before I started wrestling, I loved watching Japanese women's wrestling. Like, all Japan women from, like, the 90s is just the coolest thing ever to me. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just fucking bad bitches and just beat the fuck out of each other. It's <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so cool. And for so long I was like, oh, I really want to go to Japan, but I didn't kind of have the connections um, to get there or I didn't think I was good enough to get there. Mm. And then after meeting Miko and stuff like that, the opportunity came and, to have Miko Satomura ask you to come to Japan to wrestle for Sendai Girls is just the most mind-blowing thing to me. Like, that she thinks I'm good enough to be in her company is so, so amazing. Amazing. And it, to, to have that experience with Millie, because I've spoken to people that have been over to Japan before and they've said that it's it's a completely different world. The way that people, you know, perceive wrestling and the way that wrestling is, like, enjoyed is different it must have been such a a bizarre, completely different thing than you'd ever done before. It really is. Like, compared to any other country I've ever been to, so, like, Europe, America, all these places, I think Japan just seems like a different universe. 
like everybody is so respectful and so lovely and it is scary because it's such a foreign place Mm. and where we were in Sendai which is about a five-hour journey up from Tokyo it's very uh it's not a very touristy area so a lot Mm. of people don't speak English um which is hard and scary but you kind of just learn to to go with it and see what happens like most of the time Millie and I were there we had absolutely no clue what was going on (laughs) like we had some funny stories about just like uh, like tours that we did that ended up being like 11 hour, 15 hour drives and we had no idea where we were going and we ended up in like these hot springs which like the onsens where you have to be naked and shower with like other people and it was just, you just have to embrace <laughs> it. Hey, like it's the coolest place ever. Like my goal is just to be back in Japan. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, whether that was... Because your style fits so well over there, doesn't it? It's it's like, I don't know, you're. I feel like you're an exceptional tag, tag team, particularly. Um, you're exceptional wrestlers, but it, it just seems to fit so well in Japan, your vibe, your style. So I'm glad that you feel like that. It's exciting opportunities, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I hope so. I, that, that's the dream, just Japan. Yeah. Good. And so at the moment, it's hard to say what the plans are going forward. What are you doing outside of wrestling to keep yourself busy and to keep your brain switched on? Um, I've had to get a normal person job, which is the saddest thing ever. (laughs) 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 I don't don't want to be a normal person. I want to be a full-time professional wrestler. Yeah. But I guess, like, I I can't do that now, so I'm making money and keeping myself busy while I can. Um, Yeah, and training, I guess. Yeah, like, I worked so hard to become a full-time wrestler. Like, gave up my family and my friends here and my life here and moved across the world, which is, like, I don't regret a single thing about it, but it was hard and it was scary and I feel like it just got ripped away from me and is what it is. But I'll be back yeah. doing that soon, hopefully. <laughs> it, it's, I think it's just really important to remember that it's just, like, on pause and it's, it's not forever because... That's what I had to tell myself because I'd started to feel like, oh, this is it. I'm just gonna end up working back in, you know, working back in Tesco, and I, d- I didn't know how to feel about that because it just felt like, oh, the last 15 years of my life is just ruined, and you have to sort of stop sometimes and remember that it's like it's just on pause. It's not forever. Exactly, and it will be such a better scene when when it does come back. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for anyway because it just you know it's been a pretty rough rough ride hasn't it particularly lately um it's hard for a lot of people i think to f- imagine what the future of wrestling in britain looks like do you struggle with that a little bit as well um i'm not so much worried about it because i think it's got a big clean out of people that don't deserve to be around it at all mm. and it can only get better like it'll be different um and i think a lot of people might be frightened to come back to it but i hope that's not the case because i really do believe that we've gotten the bad out and only the good remain so it's going to be a safer place for everyone not just like the talent but the fans as well Mm. I guess it's just going to take like some badass strong and courageous people particularly women I feel like to 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 get back into it and and remind people of what what's good about it and so that's why I'm glad that you've you know you've still got that drive yeah of course like I just that first show back and hearing a crowd and hearing a crowd's reaction to what you do is just going to be the fucking coolest feeling ever. And I can't wait for it. 
Yeah, me either. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know there's a lot at the moment. It's hard to say. I can't wait to get back to wrestling. I really miss it because I think a lot of people see that as, as downplaying all of the things that are happening that are stopping wrestling from happening. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's a difficult thing to be able to say because I know a lot of people are like, well, actually, there's worse things going on in the world. But when it's in your... It, yeah, and when it's been your life for such a long time, like your whole adult life has been dedicated to wrestling, so yeah, that can't be forgotten, really. Yeah, like I started wrestling in my final year of school, so literally my whole like adult life since I was seventeen yeah. has just been wrestling. It's all I think about. It's all I want to do. Like even now, it's all I think about. So. Have you have you been watching loads of wrestling and just like studying? Yes, it's just the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I can't get enough. Yeah, I just watch Noah like every single day of my life and just think oh my god this is the fucking sickest thing I've ever seen <laughs> I was gonna ask what promotions are like really get to you what is it that really like touches your soul is it pro wrestling Noah it's Noah yeah I love Noah with all my heart <laughs> who do you enjoy watching <laughs> I don't even care how you like I'm the biggest fan of Noah and I'll say it and I'll admit it and I don't care um Ogawa is incredible Nakajima is incredible um Yohei is incredible I just it sucks I'll probably never get to wrestle any of them, but there's something about nowhere. I just get taken. It's, it's hard sometimes to watch wrestling when you're a wrestler because mm. you think of it so critically. Mm. Um, and it can take the fun out of it sometimes, but when I watch no, I just get, like, sucked out and just it's just fucking sick. It's just awesome. They're yeah. all so, so talented. It takes you back to some sort of something base level, doesn't it? Because sometimes I've like I've I've seen from behind the scenes. I've seen people plan matches and I've seen them and I know who's going to win and what how they're going to win and stuff. And then sometimes I'll watch that match and I'll just love it as though I've I didn't know anything about it because there's I don't know, man. Wrestling's weird like that. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun though. Like I've been watching heaps of Choco Pro lately, and it's just. I can't help but smile the whole time, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much fun. And yeah. I think people sometimes, um, I think, I don't know, like, I think it's a good reset having all this time off as well because I think people are so used to seeing what they were seeing. And especially in in England, people are so lucky they get to, they could go and watch wrestling four times a week if they wanted to. Mm. And I think sometimes when you're so used to doing something and seeing something over and over again, it can kind of take the specialness out of it. I think you're right. Um, and you just get so like, okay, this is what it happens and blah, blah, blah. I know this and this person does this and it, it doesn't seem like a special, like exciting thing anymore. Mm. Not saying that it wasn't for some people. I'm sure it was, but um, I think having a whole reset on everything when it when it does come back, it's just going to seem so much more special to people. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't wait. I'm really excited about it. That's why I've kept this podcast going because I was like, I can't, I can't give up on wrestling yet. <laughs> I need it in my life. I really hope people don't give up on wrestling and I, I, I can totally see why it might not appeal to everyone anymore And but I don't want the shit people that have done fucking terrible things to be the reason people stop watching wrestling because they didn't deserve to be there in the first place. So I think now that they're gone, it's just a better place. Yeah, and all we've got to do is all that energy, all that anger, all that frustration, all that sadness is like pump that all into a positive focus so like doing more to make it better whether it be from your end training women to empower them to feel comfortable and confident or as fans choosing what we watch on demand and what we don't watch voting with our money you know it's a, it's a responsibility exactly. we can all take that energy we can try 
transfer it into something positive. Yeah, and there's so many spots available for people now that were taken by fucking shit cunts, so... <laughs> so I'm going to have to put this as, like, a, an, a content warning. <laughs> <I'm Australian. laughs> I like it, don't worry about it. It's basically just punctuation here. <laughs> Voice full pauses, the C-bomb. <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking some time out. I know that it's, it's night time, it's nearly bedtime for you now, isn't it, over there? <laughs> I appreciate you chatting to me today, Charlie. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you back. Oh, I appreciate it. I can't wait to be back. Bye for now. Tuesday night, Joel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Thanks so much to Charlie Evans for coming on Tuesday Night Jaw and having a chat about what she's been up to while she's been over there in Australia. It was really good to catch up and it makes me feel really hopeful for the future of British wrestling. Hopefully we can get Charlie back on home soil sooner rather than later and see her in action again. Can't wait for that. Now before I get into playing some Nintendo, you don't mind that do you? You don't mind me just being like sit there and watch me play a 1994 Super Nintendo game. Not that you can watch me, you just have to listen to it. We'll see how that comes across. But before we get into that, I thought what we'd do is just have a little look at what's happening at NXT UK, because that's back this week and I can't wait. Tuesday night door. Ahead of NXT UK returning to the WWE Network on Thursday, I thought we could just have a little look at what that roster is looking like and what the announced plans are for the future of NXT UK. I'm really looking forward to seeing the NXT UK Heritage Cup. I don't know if you've seen this. This is something that they announced last week, I believe. It's a British Rounds Rules tournament. Eight superstars want to be the inaugural winner of that. Seven of those superstars have been named. They're Flash Morgan Webster, Noam Dar, Alexander Wolfe, A-Kid, Dave Mastiff, Trent Seven and Joseph Connors. That eighth is going to be a wild card. So that's pretty exciting. 
I don't know if you know anything about British Rounds rules, which is what the Heritage Cup is going to be, but I'll just quickly, just quickly run over it for those of you that don't. There are eight, no, look at me, I'm being like, I'll explain to you what it is. There are eight, no, there's eight competitors taking part in six three-minute rounds. So each match is six three-minute rounds. There's 20 seconds between each round and you have to win two falls to go through. So it's two out of three falls. All matches, two out of three falls. Pinfall, submission or count out. If there's a disqualification or a knockout, the match just ends. There's no need for two falls. So there's more to it than that. You can go over onto their social media. I know that William Regal announced it and he explains things better and more clearly than me here on my podcast but I'm really looking forward to seeing that I don't know what I've got as my pick to be honest it, it depends on who that wild card is so let me know who your pick is what's your prediction for the heritage cup send me a text that number is zero seven eight eight two double zero five eight zero three if you're international that's plus four four seven eight eight two double zero five now I mentioned that Flash Morgan Webster was going to be in the NXT UK Heritage Cup tournament. He's also in the tag division with Mark Andrews and that tag division is looking hot. They've done a really good job over on their social media of like hyping people up to what there is to look forward to from the promotion. Gallus boys are on top over there at the moment. Mark Coffey and Wolfgang are the reigning champions but Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews are coming for that. Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. Pretty Deadly, who smack of the rockers to me. Early Shawn Michaels vibes, anybody? Definitely. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan are on that tag division as well. Imperium, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. And The Hunt, Prime... The Hunt! Primate and Wild Boar. Loads of shouting and screaming from those guys, man. Really intense. I find it overwhelming to watch sometimes but yeah they're coming for those uh those tag belts as well so again we'll see what comes of that tag division but it's not a flipping bad tag division yo i don't think now let's talk belts i don't know if you even say that in wrestling anymore dear titles let's talk titles the reigning the longest reigning in fact women's champion nxt uk women's champion kaylee ray will be putting that title on the line against Piper Niven. Now, these girls have known each other for a decade. In fact, in a recent video that they did, Kaylee Ray said that her first match ever was against Piper Niven. So that's a really exciting storyline. It will be interesting to see what happens there. I love Piper Niven. So hopeful for that. Dudes, we've got Volta is the NXT UK champion. He is putting it all on the line against Ilya Dragunov. Don't even need to say anything more. I don't know if you have seen any of their matches in the past, but I think there's some on the network now. Shit me, man. What a pair of fantastic wrestlers they are. Can't wait for that. Um, I don't know exactly what's when, but I know that NXT UK starts from this coming Thursday so be sure to check that out if that's up your street and let me know who you think is going to win that Heritage Cup tournament who you think is going to win that women's match Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven what are you saying about the tag division who's your favourite 
do you think that Volta is going to retain against Ilya Dragunov? Let me know. I want to know what you think. I always want to know what you think. You know that. Tuesday night door. So I've been playing a lot on Nintendo Switch this week. I've been playing Animal Crossing mostly, I'm not going to lie. I've been also playing some Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which is a bit of a throwback. But what's more of a throwback is that if you've got Nintendo Switch online, you can download for free the Super Nintendo Entertainment System which is, I'm just going to click on it now, uh, a selection of games from the Super Nintendo. And I was scrolling through that. I was thinking about playing Kirby. You know, there's a couple of different things on there. Scrolling on through, Donkey Kong, nah. Super Mario All-Stars, nah. And then they've got Natsumi Championship Wrestling, NCW. Now, I have never played this game, but I have heard good things about it because the advert for it, like the cover of the game itself says, 16 megs of pro wrestling action, the most incredibly exciting game ever developed, and it will blow you away. Now, look i'm not saying that i'm a sucker for marketing and you can just tell me that something's the best but 16 megs of pro wrestling action 12 wrestlers over 50 different moves the most incredibly exciting game ever developed listen i'm hooked i'm in already you got me you got me so i thought what i'd do is a first impressions with you guys i thought we could play it together for the first time i don't know if you've got a nintendo switch if you have and you play online i would definitely recommend just getting it because what's the harm um now i did a little bit of research into this game it's a 1994 game for the super nintendo a 16-bit game widely based on zen nippon puroresu sakai saikyo tagu dashu which is the all japan pro wrestling world's strongest tag dash game now this one in particular natsumi championship wrestling is unlicensed so apparently there's 12 wrestlers to choose from and none of them are going to be recognizable in terms of you know it's not licensed so it's not they're not going to be anyone in particular but i'm interested to see if they look like people uh existing actual wrestling humans so i thought we could give it a go together and that's exactly what we're going to do now so let's go so the game's just loading up natsumi it's technology since 1987 which is when i was born interestingly enough This sounds wicked. So far, so good. Let's give it a go. Right, so the initial menu offers us options to play. We've got... I don't know how well this is going to come across on a podcast, by the way. It may very well be boring as hell, like something that people should do on a Twitch stream or whatever, but in the absence of having that, because I'm pretty technologically challenged, we'll just play it and I'll give you a little bit of commentary. It'll only be five minutes of the game I'm, i promise i'm not going to bore your head off so we've got options there's a championship tournament option championship tag match round robin round robin tag match and exhibition match that sounds fun doesn't it um i'm not i think i'm just going to do the championship tournament uh in the initial instance because i just want to get to know the 
wrestlers and the buttons and stuff. Now it's offering me easy, normal or hard and I'm going to take the easy route because I'm a big baby. And here we are, here's the 12 wrestlers that we've got to choose from. So starting from the top, we've got Asteroid. Asteroid is 6 foot 4, 269 pounds. He looks very chiselled but also a bit worn. I'd be interested to know how old Mr. Asteroid is. He looks like he's been through some things. He's got like a bit of a nick on his forehead as well. So I'm thinking he like gigs quite regularly. Next up, we've got M. Roach. M. Roach has got a nice round face and big chin like me. Um, he's five foot nine. So only just one inch taller than me. And £229, which is about £35 lighter than me. Next up, we've got H. Snake. <laughs> Hungry Snake, that's his full name. <laughs> We've got Hungry Snake. Hungry Snake is also five foot nine, two hundred and forty-five pounds. He looks sorry, that was my phone. He looks absolutely maniacal. He looks like he looks like he's gonna end someone, which is hilarious and exactly what you want from a wrestling game. Next up from H Snake, we've got the Viper. That's a gimmick that's already taken, any has anybody spoke to Randy Orton about this? Is this where he got it from? The Natsumi Championship Wrestling game from 1994? Piper Niven, in a former incarnation. Maybe she was obsessed with Natsumi Championship Wrestling. The Viper, 6 foot 1, 248 pounds. He's got black hair, but with a really cool blonde, like, tip. Tips, blonde tips. Very icy and fantastic. Next up, we've got Phantom. Okay, he looks terrifying. He's got, like, a widow's peak and a beard and he looks like he he looks like he wants me dead like i'm sure that if this guy was a real guy he's like in prison now for doing something really bad he's square six foot six foot nothing 258 pounds next to him we've got fangs Ooh, fangs is spelled with a z fangs what a snazzy guy that's very cool for the 90s fangs is six foot one 262 pounds he looks shocked he looks like this photo was like, well, honestly, it looks like a still from a porno. Like he's been caught in the act. Fangs, I don't know. Next up is Spike. Spike's got a bulbous head. He's six foot four, 279 pounds. He looks like he might have lost a tooth as well, which is exactly what I want from my strong star wrestlers. Next up, we've got Big Ape. <laughs> Big Ape. The funny thing about Big Ape is he's bald. He's got a beard. He's only six foot two. So he's not hairy like an ape. And also, he's not even that big. Because six foot two in the world of wrestling is like pretty average size, right? I mean, in the UK, we've got shorter boys compared to like, you know, those big American stars that Vince loves, for example. But big ape, six foot two, average sized bald guy, right? Next up, Jay Craze. Ooh, Jet Craze. Jet Craze has got a blonde mullet, which is the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Six foot three, 277 pound. Crazy spelt with a K. Jet Craze. Next up, we've got Python. Python's got bleach blonde hair and a cleft chin. He's six foot two, 302 pounds. Hench guy. Next up is K Bruto. Ooh, King Bruto. This looks like Mr. Perfect. I've got a wrestling figure of Mr. Perfect right in front of me right now. It's a 1991 Titan Sports wrestling figure. 
he's wearing his yellow singlet and white boots and black knee pads. I feel, feel like black knee pads was a bad choice for that outfit, but whatever. Um, King Bruto, six foot three, 302 pounds. Sorry, 312 pounds. Looks exactly like Mr. Perfect. Dark eyebrows and all, so I think I'm probably going to go for him. But the last wrestler on the list is Conan. Conan is six foot, 259 pounds, and he's also got blonde hair. It's like they just, um, they just learn about bleach in that early 90s and everyone went like that yellow high colored silvery hair right i'm going in i'm going in i'm king bruto six foot three 312 pounds a bit like mr perfect should we just give the game a go and see how it is i don't know how well this is going to come across on a okay i'm wrestling against phantom phantom's wearing green i i have got yellow hair really oh let me just punch this guy in the mouth i've got really really yellow hair oh he's throwing me to the outside this is cool man so there's oh he's counting me out i'm back in so i am not tanned at all i'm very pink i've got really cool gold gear on pants you know trunks matching boots and shorts the referee looks sexy as hell, to be honest. He's got a sh black shirt, like polo shirt, and it's open to show some chest definition. Oh, I've just... Hang on, he's got me on the ropes and I've just fallen over on my arsehole. Fuck me, ease up. This guy's just lariating me around the place. Right, I don't know what... Can you hear my back cracking? Fuck this guy, man. Oof, lariat's the face. So... Hang on, because he's kicking me down. So I'm just having a look around, and that means I'm going to get beaten up. But I just want to have a look at the game in general. Oh, back elbow. Hang on, I'm punching him. Oh, no, I'm down again. So it looks like you've got 10 minutes to um, beat each other. So he's currently stomping on my face, and I look gutted about it, naturally. The crowd looks ace. They're, like, baying for blood. There's a really busy crowd. Three commentators, one of whom's shrugging his shoulders in a very dramatic fashion. The crowd all look like dudes, which is, again, very traditional for wrestling. Um, we started off with a bit of an international. We had a lock-up, bounce off the ropes. Oh, hang on. Kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out! I kicked out at 2.9 seconds. I'm not going to win this, I don't think. I'm, I'm really being... Like, I've got no energy left, and he, he's full, so... I'm going to put that down to the fact that I'm not able to concentrate. Oh, back body drop. That's it. It's over for me. Hell. It's over for me. Phantom hasn't even got a flipping mark on him. And here's me lying on the floor looking all battered. I'm going to put that down to the fact that I didn't get chance to properly have a go at the game because I'm preoccupied by filming. It's not just the fact that I'm completely inept at fighting games. But what I am struck by is, historically, with wrestling video games, I've always felt like you could just smash the buttons and still do okay. Whereas this one looks like you have to have you know some level of skill you can't just smash the buttons you've got to be in the right place at the right time 50 wrestling maneuvers for a, for a 16-bit wrestling game that's okay man i feel like that's okay um it felt like a proper wrestling match and it looked really cool it looked really cool so the game's finished now and you've got comments from the wrestlers phantom i think his name was phantom wasn't it and me mr perfect <laughs> Two minutes and one second, he beat me by pinfall. And then he says, wow, he's heavy. Which is interesting because I don't remember him really picking me up. And I replied, 
I twisted my ankle during the match, which sounds like something that Kirsty Bosley would say, not Mr. Perfect, something that I would actually say. That that would be the thing I'd be like, oh, no, 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 I've got to stop the match because I've twisted my ankle, you know, like 30 seconds into it. That was fun, man. Even things like the ring canvas, the logo, the ring canvas is blue, the logo is outlined in yellow and it's those big chunky letters. It looks very early WWF, you know, you can tell that there's like a bit of influence there but it feels like it looks like a Japanese wrestling match there's a lot of like heavy hits and you know sexy referees and stuff it just looks wicked so all in all for a free game I've got to tell ya give it a whirl man body slam some your pals pile drive them power bomb them all that kind of stuff complain about it afterwards make up ridiculous excuses as to why you didn't win i I, I twisted my ankle anyway give it a whirl that's my review of that maybe we could do some more it'd be cool to get you guys involved on that it would be nice to actually play wrestling video games with my pals ones that might be a little bit more adept i think what i might do is learn the actual buttons because there's no way of doing it you go in and there's no like tutorial or anything you just go in bare and then all you're doing is like irish whipping yourself off the off the ropes have you played zen nippon you know the all japan pro wrestling world's strongest tag dash have you played natsumi championship wrestling let me know if you haven't get it now right now don't wait get it now play it and let me know how you find it tuesday night door and that's all I've got for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. I was going to stick around and give you five more massive interviews with international world-travelling champions of the universe, but I can't because uh, I twisted my ankle. Anyway, see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.